The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah of the priestly division of Abiha. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once, when he was serving as a priest in his divisions turned before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, He was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then, when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incensing offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. And you will have joy and gladness. And many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. John will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn their hearts toward their children and disobedient to the understanding of the righteous to prepare a people fit for the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. having a hard time tonight with my microphone and now I can't find uh, the paper here. Is it here. 
There we go. That's why we pay Aaron the big bucks, sir. <laughs> it's hard to believe that it was only this time last year that we were all so excited in getting ready to welcome our Holy Father to the United States for his pastoral visit to our country and for the world meeting of families. And I had the great joy of, of being present on the day that he stood in front of Independence Hall, the birthplace of the United States of America, and said these words. The Declaration of Independence stated that all men and women are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, and that governments exist to protect and defend those rights, including the most cherished freedom, religious liberty. It's true. From the very beginning, our forefathers correctly gave her citizens the right to practice their faith in accordance with their well-informed conscience and deeply held beliefs. And that right extended beyond the confines of a church or private devotion and into the public arena. Those beliefs are rooted in the mandates of the gospel of life. Namely, that all of life at every stage is protected. That the dignity of each and every human person is respected. That the genuine meaning of marriage, as taught by Christ himself, is upheld. And that the poor and the needy, without exception to creed or race or sexual orientation, receive compassionate care. And yet, sadly, and regrettably, we have to acknowledge that today, that religious liberty, that religious freedom, is threatened. As churches, religious groups and organizations, and even private individuals face penalties, if they dare to say there is no exemption from following Jesus and the mandates of his gospel. And so we cannot stand still. And for that reason, we are united tonight with Catholics throughout our great nation as we participate in the Fortnight for Freedom, a 14-day intense period of prayer and witness 
and education on behalf of religious liberty and its protection. And the theme for this year is very appropriate and helpful. Witnesses of faith. The theme helps us to remember those witnesses who have gone before us, like the prophets mentioned in tonight's reading, Jeremiah, John the Baptist, whose birth we celebrate, who in the midst of great retaliation remained true messengers of the Lord. The theme helps us to remember the saints, like those whose feasts we celebrated this week, John Fisher, Thomas More, who suffered martyrdom rather than compromising their beliefs. The theme helps us to remember even members of our own families and others who offer dedicated military service and the ultimate sacrifice on behalf of religious freedom. And we thank God for them. The theme helps us to remember modern-day witnesses, like the Little Sisters of the Poor, who just recently courageously protested impositions that would have prevented them from being who they are and faithfully serving the sick and the elderly and those in most need. And the theme reminds us of something else very essential. We, too, are called to be witnesses of faith. And so tonight, strengthened with the gift of the Holy Eucharist, we renew our commitments to pray daily and fervently that our elected officials will have the courage to do what is holy and right and just to participate peacefully in the political process so that our voices are indeed heard in the public arena and to make sure that in our own lives, in the workplace, in our homes, in our communities, we never compromise who we are, and what we believe. Because our world, our great nation, more than ever, need witnesses of faith. Allow me to conclude by using the remarks that Pope Francis stated at the end of his talk at Independence Hall. He said... Dear friends, may this country and each of you be renewed 
in gratitude for the many blessings and freedoms you enjoy. And may you defend these rights, especially your religious freedom, because it has been given to you by God himself. May God bless America, and may God bless each one of us, now and always. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we are aware that only in Christ do we find true freedom. Let us present our prayers interceding for all in need. For Christians everywhere, that while striving for a life lived in the spirit of the Lord, his grace may protect their faith in times of peace and sustain their fortitude in times of trial, we pray to the Lord. For many ministries of people of faith that reveal God's power and love to a broken world, especially through works of mercy, education, health care, community centers, and charitable services, may they enjoy the full protection of the law to fulfill their mission. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our for our nation, that during this fortnight for freedom, all may be encouraged to stand firm on the principle upheld by our founding fathers, liberty and justice for all. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For those who suffer physical persecution or moral oppression because of their religious beliefs, May the God of truth and compassion console them in their suffering. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all peoples of the world, that this fortnight for freedom may inspire and encourage all governments to advance and protect religious liberty for all their people. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our Almighty, eternal God, in whom we find lasting peace, look with favor, we pray, on our needs, and seeing the faith that inspires us to pray to you, grant what we truly need, especially the freedom to serve you in love, through Christ our Lord. Amen. 